0: You know, if you have an opinion, for example, thinking about the way that you word that opinion can make such a big difference to the person receiving it. You know, there's an example I have here where it's, this is a bad example, right? It's, what if instead of worrying about the outcome, we put the first step forward and get things moving? And instead of saying that, say, what would happen if instead of worrying we put that energy into planning? So you're asking, don't put your feelings aside, but we're saying, what would happen if we did try and do that? And it's less assumptive, it's less telling, the question is focused on a different outcome. And it's still a
1: question. That's the yeah. other thing. It's a question. So you're yeah. in a
0: way you're, you're you're putting it to them to
1: still reflect. So you're still giving your opinion, but you're doing it in a way that's allowing them to reflect and actually genuinely consider your opinion, as opposed to just saying this is my opinion.
0: You care about your team, so you give them all the answers. But are you actually helping them grow?
1: Welcome to the Marketing Mentors podcast, brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. I'm joined by Linda. Okay. And I am Tashi. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no L word. No, no. I had so many options, but I chose not to because yeah, you, you asked me. Well, me you just off. Linda. Maybe I'll close it with a special L word. Okay. Um. But thank you, Linda. That was awesome. So,
0: say that again. Right. So we're talking about managers mm-hmm. that are great managers. They care about their teams. Team, they want to give them all the answers when they come to them asking for help, but they just give them the answers without. Any questions without Mm -hmm. any problem solving or probing, and with that, we're saying, "Well, are you actually helping them grow? Mm. Are you helping them self discover?" Yeah,
1: I hear what you're saying, and I I, I can relate. I can relate to this because I feel like we've all, at some point in our careers, had a leader, had a boss, had a manager who we probably really, maybe, maybe really liked. Maybe I don't know. I'll speak for some. Yeah, and. When we would go to this leader with a problem or a question or a situation, they would tell us the answer. Mm -hmm. They would just feed it to us and say, yep, this is what you need to do. One, two, three, four, five. Or this is how you solve that problem. One, two, three, four, five. Now, it's not necessarily horrible, Mm. but is it really allowing room for growth on my behalf as a team
0: member and on their behalf as a leader? Mm. I would argue it's not. Yeah. I've actually had really, like, I, I can think of a manager I actually really liked, and I thought she was great. She mm-hmm. was super intelligent, really educated, super, like, caring, and, like, I felt like she was just a great, like, leader, but when I think back to did she challenge me, did she ask me questions so that I could kind of figure out the answers on my own, no. Yeah. And that's what we're kind of questioning today, how yeah. to go from being good to great. Exactly. Within your team. And managing a team
1: yeah and using this very very simple and I think underestimated tool of yeah. question asking yeah so specifically we're going to talk in this episode about why questions are so important in growing and leading your team and just before we move off of that example of our leaders having all the answers this is definitely that whole um, that a bit of an old school mentality around the boss has all the answers or the CEO knows everything, Yeah, you know, like that's not a growth mindset. That's quite yeah. op- quite the opposite. So it's fixed, fixed mindset, thinking that one person has a solution and the answers to everything. Mm. As we unpack a lot of these ideas we're going to talk about, you'll really see how a true growth mindset doesn't have the answers to everything. Yeah. And a team member would come to a leader with a question or a problem that, the leader might not have the answer to and that's okay. Yeah. It's the question asking, it's the path that we're going to go down that shows yeah. you how and why question asking is important but also how that type of mindset yeah. fueled my question asking is mm. indeed growth mindset.
0: And if you didn't pick up, so what we're really talking about today is having the <coughs> ability to ask really great questions with your team. So yeah. we are just focused today yes. on, you know, types of really great questions when it comes to like leading your team yep. we are going to talk like in future around yeah, yeah. sales and clients and things like we'll that. definitely do a
1: part two yeah. i think this is literally the power of question asking in leading your team and yeah. then part two or the next episode we will definitely drive into the power of question asking in sales yeah. and marketing because as linda says you can use a lot of the theory and the strategy that we use today in sales and marketing but we're going to give some really tangible examples mm. um for question asking in leadership development, and yep. Linda and I are going through this process right now. We are yeah. being developed as leaders, and we're developing leaders. Yeah, so we're smack bang in the middle of it. We're seeing what's working, we're failing, we're succeeding. So that's where we're coming from.
0: When we talk about the impact as well, when it comes to asking great questions, yep. right? I see it as it's um, beneficial to both the manager or the leader and their team. Yeah, the the manager or the leader in the way where you know, like you said earlier, T, if they don't have all the questions, which you're not expected to have all the questions by asking your team really good questions and helping them kind of self-discover and it being more collaborative, then it takes the pressure off you to always have to know the answer. If you're asking questions in a great way that facilitate that, that collaborative environment, but then it's also so good for your staff because Mm. you're not, that dictator that tells them exactly what to do all the time, it allows them that ability to be able to grow and problem solve and Mm self-discover and, you know, make decisions where, you know, if something, you know, if a campaign hit the mark, rather than you telling them, you know, this campaign didn't hit the mark because X, Y, and Z, but just asking them certain questions for them yeah. to be able to get there on their own is a really powerful thing to also help them grow at the yeah, same definitely. time.
1: And it takes that, like you're saying, Linda, it takes that uh, responsibility away from you into them, which they've had in building the campaign, mm. and then allowing them, like you said, self-discover, realise, and you're empowering them to do better and yeah. to grow. Yeah. And I also I also think that that whole idea of... <clears throat> you know, a leader might not have all the answers, you know, you don't want to just cut someone down straight away if the, you know, the campaign didn't go that well or the article idea they suggested wasn't that good. Like when you cut them down, you're also cutting yourself down and you're kind of borderlining on fixed mind fixed mindset. Yeah. Be open, assume positive intent, ask them why did you choose that topic? Why do you think it failed? What specifically mm-hmm. do you think happened in the campaign that caused this to fail? And yeah. through this line of questioning and opening up, uh, asking open-ended questions and yeah. not accepting the first answer mm. as the answer yeah. will definitely help you drill down into the real core reasons for you know the the why yeah. or the what or the who, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could we could go on we could go on for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's bring it back to our. I know we've got a an agenda of the things we want to make sure we cover off. So we definitely all know this issue here, right? We've got a leader; they have all the answers their their fixed mindset they're not enabling their team members to grow. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the importance like you were saying before of leading and growing your team through question asking, you know, we mentioned the whole growth mindset, it's empowering them to self discover. You mentioned something to me before, Linda, that I really like. I wrote it down, but I th- I think and we 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 might think that leaders nowadays might forget or they don't know the importance mm-hmm. of asking good questions talk to me a bit more about the idea of leaders right now maybe not really realizing
0: yeah i think like you know there there are so many great leaders out there right and we're not discarding the fact that you if you are or aren't a great leader based on questions but i guess we're just focusing on a particular tool mm. that can help you go from being a good to a great leader and by using this tool and being able to ask really great questions with your team the important element of that T is that you're you're growing your team you're you're yourself working on being a better communicator because and we'll talk about this there's a lot that goes into being able to actually ask really good questions yeah but you're growing your team by getting them to really self-discover mm-hmm. and to grow as a person to grow as a marketer whatever role they might be in and that's really important. Mm -hmm. making sure that you're growing your team in that way
1: yeah yeah cool okay so we've spoken about the impact on the team obviously that self-discovery that reflection the empowerment um can we have an example i think we started talking about that campaign you know the campaign doesn't do so well what could be some talking tracks or some question ideas that you might ask a team member as opposed to, no, that was shit.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: well, how else could we handle that type of conversation? Yeah, so
0: if your team member comes to you, they have a campaign or maybe it's just ideation point and it's not great, mm-hmm. in your mind you're thinking, okay, it's not great. Instead of saying to them, I don't really like it, how about we do this? Think about questions that you can ask so that what they can get to that answer themselves. Mm-hmm. So rather than saying, I don't really like it, how about we try this? Instead, ask questions like, you know, who is the target demographic? Mm -hmm. And then let them answer, you know, where do they consume their content? Let them answer. Why would they care about this? So using Mm -hmm. these questions that are who, what, why, when, where, you can kind of lead them down a path where they start to answer this. And then specifically, you know, if you've noticed that the demographic is wrong or the medium that they're proposing is wrong for the demographic that you're speaking to through asking these questions, and being really targeted and specific, from there, you will be able to get them to a point where they'll start to say, oh, they actually realize. now I'm saying this out loud, yep. my content doesn't really work for the demographic mm-hmm. that I'm trying to target right now, or I'm talking at the wrong area of the funnel compared to where they're yep. uh, at in their stage, in their journey. Yeah, And it's like, oh, okay, actually, you know what? Let me go back, let me think about it. You know." Um, and I'll come back to you yeah. with a new campaign. Yeah, beautiful. And you've not shut on their work. Yeah, and but you've, you've gotten just them, enabled to, them to get there themselves. Exactly it's right. This,
1: um, you know, we call this a t- like a teachable moment. When you're working with children, you look for moments where you can right. teach them something, right? And I love that. It's almost like it's a coachable moment. And even though you're not actively going out pursuing an opportunity to coach someone, you're just approaching your leadership skills as an opportunity to help your team grow on their own. So, that one day when you're not in the picture anymore, because you won't be in the picture all the time, mm. they have the skills to look within themselves and ask them that question of what am I trying to achieve with this? Yeah. <clears throat> what is the outcome I'm looking for? A, a small example is like literally almost everything that I do in HubSpot for my clients, I have a bit of a, a, a strategy, which is, or a formula, if you will. Mm-hmm. What am I trying to get? What does my report need to look like? What's the list? gonna include. Yeah. What is this email trying to achieve? What's this workflow trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. Every time I start something, I'll ask myself that. So that one, it gives me direction, number one. Yeah. yeah. But also it really challenges you to challenges you, sorry, to think yeah. about, um, is this truly the right campaign? Is this the right audience? Am I is my intentions correct? So it's Am goal I, oriented. It's yeah. goal oriented, which is a really, really nice segue into um <laughs> what makes a good question different to a great question so we've got some tangible tips in a moment on on how to ask questions like literally Mm -hmm. how you can ask them yeah but in terms of linda what takes a good question to Mm -hmm. a great question let's talk about that a little bit more
2: yeah
0: so there are three things that i know t you are quite um like solid on right Mm. these these three things talk me through those They're
1: the specificity. Yep. That is a hard word to say. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Um, On a podcast as well. (laughs) Specificity. And if you don't, if you have a lisp, and I have, I feel like I have a slight lisp. It's a bit hard to say, but being specific with your questions.
2: Okay.
0: Do you have an example?
1: So um, when we're asking, and like we always actually talk about specifics. Yeah. When we, even when we talk about feedback, we talk about question asking. Let's get – let's be really specific with what we're trying to ask as opposed Mm -hmm. to, hey, how you going? Uh, It could be like, you know, how's – like I'm making this the most simple example. How has your morning been if it's literally like 9, 10 a.m.? Yeah. But what I loved about the example you provided before was specifically around um, let's say it's a campaign idea or a campaign plan that someone's come to you with Mm -hmm. and you've specifically said who are we trying to – reach with yep. this campaign yeah so as opposed to asking broader more general questions yeah let's get specific let's hone into what we're trying maybe not so much as the answer we're trying to get from them because let's mm-hmm. be honest we don't always really know the answer but yeah a specific question that's going to help guide the conversation yeah to a place where we can have more meaningful conversations
0: i think an, a nice example here is maybe transitioning a question from um you know, what didn't you complete last Mm. quarter? And then changing that to what did you struggle with last quarter?
1: Yeah. Because
0: the completion, like we can, we can figure that out quite easily. Doesn't mean anything. No, it's, it's not that specific. Yeah, you're right. But what do you want to focus on as a manager? I want to know what were they struggling with? What, what was a pain point for them? Exactly. What can we actually actively work towards? And And so really
1: kind of turns i feel like it turns the conversation less into what did you not do yeah it's so a bit passive aggressive yeah into more co- open and constructive what did yeah. you struggle with yeah because i'm here to help you i'm here to guide you and you know be yeah. the best you that you can be at work and help you achieve great results there was this
0: thing that you said to me recently t and it was around like if you say yes what are you saying do you remember that what oh are you yeah, no?
1: yeah. This, is, this is another example so uh, an okay question an okay question is what, uh, why didn't you accomplish everything you set out to?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And why didn't you get everything done that you said you were going to get done? Yeah. As opposed to that, mm-hmm. a better way of approaching it would be if you're saying yes to this, blah, 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 what are you saying no to? Oh, I love that. So specifically yeah. this question, I actually get <laughs> my leader asks <laughs> me this quite a bit because I have a tendency of over committing and taking on too much. Yeah. So that question is asked to me. For me to self-reflect and again. discover, so, so good. If you are saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? Yeah. So it's really making you force your hand and say, mm. you, like you're you're over you're over uh, committing. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to accomplish everything, as opposed to my boss saying that to me. Sorry, my leader, <laughs> my manager, <laughs> my like, what do you call him? Yeah. Boss, boss is easy. Like
0: because they're all interchangeable, I
1: no? I know, but I feel like it makes this weird power maybe play. Maybe some are like really a easy. bit
0: more hierarchical though,
1: yeah. My
0: Well, he is your boss. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what Not I don't mind, mind doing. saying
1: it. My pal. My, my pal. <laughs> my best friend for life, <laughs> Moby. <maybe>. Um, <laughs> anyway. God. Um, you know, as opposed to him saying you're biting off too much more than what you can chew, Tash, it's like what are you saying no to? Like you yeah. have to be saying no to something. Yeah. Um, which has been good. It's been really helpful in – Again, getting me to discover that as opposed mm-hmm. to him saying, you're doing too much work. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're committing You're committing to too much. Yeah. That's the other thing. So specificity. Specificity. All Linda right. Says what's that the lot. next one? Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> <Lively>. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, um, God. Precision. <laughs> okay. Precision, which is not too f- too dissimilar from specificity. Yeah. But it's this idea of being precise. Yeah or concise. I think I can use those two words yeah. interchangeably.
0: I think historically where I have struggled the most with being precise is yeah. I'll ask multiple questions in one question. Yeah. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like I'll be nervous in a call or like yep. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the talking track. And so like halfway through mm. the question, I'm like, Oh no, this is a better question. So yep. then I ask another question. And, and it's almost like I've, I've asked three questions in yep. one sentence and then you'll hear it on the other end. I'll be like, all right, so I'll start with the beginning. Literally. And is then what they it's say. just not as nice of a conversation.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs> it's confusing. Like, where yeah. do you want me to go? What do I answer? Like, I get we're all excited it's it depends on the it does depend on the call but most of the time if you're the one that's leading the call and you're the one that's asking the questions like you are with your team member mm. it's up to you like you're the one that needs to be leading and guiding yeah so you're the one that needs to have the good talking track and mm-hmm. and know how to be concise and precise with the type of question you're asking mm-hmm. and asking one question and saying what you need to in less words yeah i think as a you know community we're all conditioned to just use lots of words Mm. in a sentence when we don't really need to yeah get rid of the fluff if you don't need it if you're saying yes to this what are you saying no to and then leave it at that yeah we don't have to keep going so being precise uh, and this takes time right Mm. there's some tips on how you ask good questions we're going to mention where you can get better at preparing for these types of question asking yeah Oh, and the the most important one, which is I think these go hand in hand, Linda, to be honest, is Mm goal-oriented and considered. Yeah. So we're talking about, we we said it before, we've got goal-oriented questions. We're trying to achieve something with with the questions that we're asking and they're considered. We've considered them. We haven't just rocked up to a session. Like the best example is in that article we were reviewing um, earlier by from Chris Ma from Impact. Yeah. And he opens it with like how many times have you heard a comedian stand up stand-up comedian ask, hey, how's everyone's night going? Yeah, it's so like, useless. It's useless. Yeah. And it's not a considered question. Yeah. Like it's just
0: it's like default. I think the point here is you yeah, you you want to make sure that you're not just asking questions for the sake of them. Yeah. And then getting this useless information that you can't do anything with. Yep. Like, you know, ending a call and saying um, what's something that we haven't covered yet that you expected we would like, what are you going to do with that information when you have one minute left in the call? Instead, (laughs) what you should be doing is at the beginning, ask, what do you want to get from this session today? Yes, exactly. And so it's, it's timely, it's considered, you can do something with that Mm. information. It's not at the end of a call. Um, you know, like the classic example, when people are in retail, even, you know, and you ask, hi, like, how are you? Like, I'm good. Just looking. Thanks. Conversation ended. Yeah. Like, well done. Like what have you done a waste, there? Really <laughs>
1: wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity for it you is. to have had a a sales conversation. Now it it looks different. It looks different in a store versus yeah. obviously. Um, you know, when we call. Well, when excuse me, when we go into part two of this podcast, we talk about sales questions. Yeah. But um, in terms of with your team members, even with clients, this is interchangeable. Using great questions over good questions is really going to help
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, grow your team yeah, and also grow you because it's going to challenge you to find new ways of asking things. Mm-hmm. There is um, there is another couple of examples, like this one here. This is a great question that mm-hmm. Chris Marr actually in his article mentioned. Um, what is your single greatest challenge with XYZ currently?
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: specifically, we're talking about performance reviews, catch ups with your team members, talking right. talking to people in your team, wanting to get a you know temperature gauge on how they're feeling at work with with their work. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here is one that we use a lot, all over the place. Yeah, uh, what has to be true yeah. for us to achieve X Y Z? So really, really good one for you know, a team member comes to you and maybe they want um, a pay rise or a promotion or a change their role Mm -hmm. okay well there's a whole bunch of other questions we can ask why but let's talk about well what needs to be true yeah to make this happen to make this happen yeah and that that'll get them to self-discover and see what the path might need to be with our guidance yeah with our guidance of course yeah i like that i love this one and we ask it in our satisfaction surveys is um are you doing your best work right now Mm -hmm. and if not why so yeah or why do you say that yeah So, again, it's really getting people to look within themselves Mm -hmm. and self-reflect, become aware of whether or not they truly are or they feel like they're doing their best work at work. Yeah. Um, And it's interesting to see some of the answers because most of the time it's yes, but every now and then we get some no's and it kind of makes us focus in on, well, what are we wasting, what are we spending time on now that we shouldn't be? Mm -hmm. Or what are we spending time on now that we think we shouldn't be? And what else should we be spending time on?
0: It seems like, you know, Asking great questions is also getting people out of the auto autopilot of just the general responses that they would tend to give you with general questions. Like, you know, asking how's it going at the beginning of a call, you know, you're going to get an autopilot type answer where it's, yeah, I'm good. Like, oh, I've been a bit sick. Like, oh yeah, I'm busy.
2: Like, oh yeah,
0: like I'm all good. Like, you know, nothing new. Whereas opposed to saying something like what's front of mind for you today. Mm. And like, you, you can't really answer that on autopilot. It's like, okay. It forces you to think. What am I, like, what have I been thinking about today? And so you're getting a totally different answer and the conversation is being steered in a totally different way based on two or three words that you've changed in that question. Yeah. You're spot on.
1: And like literally the quote, I have a quote and I'll Put it in. This is,
0: not, this is not one of my wish-washy quotes, don't stress. Straight-
1: <laughs> this God. is a direct quote. <laughs> you love quote. your quote. Yeah no, yeah, no, this is a different one. This is a direct quote from Chris Maher, and he's written, when we can break people out of their tendencies to generalise, which is what Linda's talking about, we get richer answers and that's the yep. first step towards a conversation that is beneficial for both parties. I love that. So yeah, take them, like just shake it up, stop asking. We're
0: fans of Chris Meyer. if you didn't yeah, know. You
1: know <laughs> go listen to his podcast, The Authoritative Coach. It's yep. very good. Um, and full of nuggets of information and we're very inspired so um, particularly what linda's going on about like get away from those generalized questions Mm -hmm. a question that we like to use with our team especially when we're doing bigger bigger sessions or even if you are doing one-on-ones you can ask a question to set the scene at the beginning Mm -hmm. and you kind of say something like okay how Linda, how do, how do you need to show up today in this session between you and me mm. to make sure it's successful? Mm. So we use this on a larger scale with new clients. Yeah, yeah. You can use it one-on-one as well. Yeah. And you're looking for you're looking for some key answers like I want you to be open-minded. Yeah. I want you to be um, non-distracted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, turn off your computer, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I want you to be ready to strategize, workshop and, you know, plan. So it's like – letting again letting the team member reflect and think about what we're going to get out of today mm-hmm. if we get them to come to that on their own and we're not just sitting here telling them it's going to mean so much more it's going yeah. to hit home for them and hopefully yeah. hopefully uh, you'll have better conversations like ma says
0: yeah if you are interested in that by the way i think our last session perhaps or maybe sorry our yep. last podcast or the one before that mm-hmm. we're talking about setting up um calls yeah, and we go yeah. into more depth yeah in the that, last one by the way. Uh, episode
1: yeah. 27 yeah 27 we do talk about that yeah, yeah. One. okay so i feel like it's a nice move into some tips on how to yeah. ask that great question so now we've got yeah. some some cool ideas of good to great questions when it comes to leading our team for growth mindset and growing them but how do you actually go about and asking that great <laughs> question
2: yeah, I
0: don't think it's it's black and white, mm. to be honest. And I was thinking about this earlier, T. And in my opinion, I think that you can't truly master asking great questions without prep yep. and without even role-playing at first. Yeah, because what we're talking about here is asking a question that is so specifically worded where you already anticipate the answer coming back to you. You mm-hmm. already know in a way you force the hand of Mm -hmm. what answer is coming back to you. That's really how you master asking great questions. And And to be able to do that, off the cuff, it's very hard to do that off the cuff. Mm. If you do, congrats, do it again. Like you're going to need to practice that and you're going to need to role play it with someone just to see, okay, that's not quite the answer I wanted back. I need to word this question in a different way. And then you need to practice that and then come to the call, come to the meeting with that practice. Yeah. It's not as simple as, okay, I'm just going to think of a question on the spot. Nah. And when you do, that's when you start to mumble around. And, and useless questions. Yeah, you ask useless questions. Generalised questions. You have multiple yep. questions in one sentence. Yep. And, and that's okay because you're playing with it. But I think if you really want to master this, yep. you have to, you know, 15 minutes before a call even, write down your questioning track, say it out loud, think of the responses that you could get and hone in on it.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think personally that's something that I know I need to work on is like spending a bit more time on actually considering some questions
0: yeah, and um, asking purposeful and meaningful questions. Well, I think even like, you know, if you have an opinion, for example, thinking about the way that you word that opinion mm. can make such a big difference to the person receiving it. You know, there's an example I have here where it's – this is a bad example, right? It's what if instead of worrying about the outcome we put – the first step forward and get things moving. And instead of saying that, say, what would happen if instead of worrying we put that energy into planning? So you're asking, you know, don't put your feelings aside, but mm. we're saying what would happen if we did try and do that? Yeah. And it's less assumptive. It's less yeah. telling. The question is focused on a different outcome. And it's still a
1: question. That's the yeah. other thing. It's a question. So you're yeah. in a
0: way you're, you're, you're putting it
1: to them to still reflect yeah. So you're still giving your opinion but you're doing it in a way that's allowing them to reflect and actually genuinely consider your opinion as opposed to just saying this is my
0: opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. no no I like that I really appreciate that one. I feel like when you're asking questions as well there's just some little like communication 101s. Yeah. One question at a time. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Lynn said just yeah. one question at a time and catch yourself if you're asking more than one question even now. Stop yourself. Yeah. And say shit, one question at a time, Tasha, and then yep. ask that one question. Yeah. Tone of voice I think makes a big difference as well, especially probably in the instance where Linda just suggested when you are sharing your opinion and you think it might be a little bit controversial, mm-hmm. there could be an opportunity for you to maybe lower your tone, yeah. slow your pace down a little bit, Yeah, add a bit of a pause, yeah. Let the team member think about what it is that you're saying. Marinate with the words mm. in their ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are we talking about? Just like baklava. Not again. <laughs> Lasagna. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think on oh, that, like, yes. you know, read the room. You know, yes. you might have a really good talking track, yeah. right? In theory, it looks amazing. You're going to get the mm-hmm. answers you want, but. You know, would you say that to your colleague? Would you say that to your best friend? Yeah. If you wouldn't, then, you know. Chances are you shouldn't say it. Yeah, Yeah. like read the room. You still want to come up with these great talking tracks, but you don't want to interrogate the person (sighs) at the same time. And you know what? Like questions that start with what, where, how, when and where, they can actually feel like an interrogation if you don't Mm, do it right. And I felt like I've come off as interrogating when I've tried that before. Yeah, wow. Okay, interesting. I have a talking track. Makes a lot of sense, but I'm asking these these questions, and I'm like, "Damn!" Like, I feel like this person's just committed murder, and I'm like, (laughs) like, "Did you do it?" This isn't coming (laughs) off wrong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did you (laughs) do it?
1: (laughs) I feel like as well, you know, you can prep, you can plan, Mm. and what will happen is, you know, if you and it's not that you're, it's not poor planning. It's just what happens. Humans are unpredictable as much as they are predictable, but sometimes they won't answer. Someone won't won't answer the way that you were hoping, or maybe they didn't. They didn't understand the question the way that you were hoping. And then it goes down a different path and you're like, how did I get here? What do I do now? That's part of role playing, obviously, to play with that. But also, like, that's going to happen. Like, we're only human. It's going to happen. I really wouldn't be like, hey, uh, that's not part of my question. You need to answer like this. (laughs) It's probably more so... Learn how to juggle with that and be flexible when someone yeah. like go off script, basically. Like how how do I handle myself if I go off script? What's my fall back to? And it's really interesting because there's some training you can rely on mm-hmm. that we've had early communication training days, if you remember, which is yeah. like fall back to your yes and.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you, you know yes what's and. an easy
0: trap to fall into mm-hmm. when you've realized that you've made a mistake type of question or they've given you yeah. a curveball. Yeah. An easy trap to fall into is then trying to lead them with the next yes, question, yeah. which is equally as bad. Yeah. So if you ask leading questions, yep. you know, um, that campaign's going really great, right?
1: Yeah. Like
0: yeah. Th- that's leading and that's not an example of great questions. No, definitely but that's not. an easy trap to fall into when they don't give you the answer that you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So falling back onto things like your yes and. So they say something like, yeah, okay, tell me more. Yeah. What's, what's the impact on that have? Yeah. Keep talking to me about that. Yeah. Keep giving them the mic because they're eventually going to say something that you can use as your, like, bring you back to your talking track. They will. Like, unless you've gone completely off topic and, like, the call needs to end, uh, then like you can definitely reel it back in with your training of yes and um, question asking, Laura's three, questions first, always. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple of other things I wanted to say. Leave space (laughs) for the answer yeah so ask the question mm. let them like it's okay quiet space quiet time can can allow for them to yeah. think about what you've just asked mm-hmm. and try to formulate their opinion you will know as a good leader you will know if someone's really struggling with the question and then you can ask something like
0: yeah I mean, you don't want to let them sit there and die slowly. (laughs) Like how long? Read the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, read the room. Exactly,
0: Linda, read the
1: room. How long do you leave that awkward silence before you say, let me ask that again or let me me rephrase that? Let me rephrase that, that. yeah. Or why don't you understand? No, no, no. (laughs) That's not a good question. (laughs) Why don't you understand me? How (laughs) passive aggressive is that? God. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. (laughs) And I think what's most, uh, you said it before, most importantly, role play, prep, you know, how can you show up as a good leader? You need to role play. You need to you need to practice the words in your mouth yeah. before you go and do them in real time with your team. Yeah. Um, there was another really important thing I wanted to mention. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite questions. Yeah. Which I use with clients. I think we can use it in sales. You can use it in team calls. Mm-hmm. You use it right now. And it's a really good question in like wrapping things up. Okay. And that's so at the end of a call? Yeah, the end, yep. a call, uh, the end of a call, the end of a one on one with your team member. And it's a really nice way of one, getting them to see your value as a, as a team, as a leader. Yeah. And two, getting them to reflect on what just happened. So we'll ask something like, what's one thing we've discussed today that you're going to go off and implement tomorrow mm-hmm. or right now? Yeah. Like the one thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love the one thing as well. Oh, it's That's so good. awesome. Yeah.
1: Because it really forces people to think about what just happened. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not something that you told them to do or came from you, your question asking led them there. Yeah. And like how chuffed would someone be if they realised that they needed to read more books but you just asked them questions to get there? Yeah. Like they'll be stoked. They're like, oh, I had the answer. It sounds so Obi-Wan Kenobi but like I had the answers <laughs> within myself.
2: Yeah. The answers
0: in within you. <laughs> and did really philosophical and I like it.
1: <laughs>
0: is it Obi-Wan going I don't, don't know, know who that reference. is. Neither do I. I hear you guys say that all the time.
1: Maybe it's a Star Wars thing.
0: Maybe. Do you watch Star Wars? I don't Wars? know Star Wars yeah. well. <laughs> Jerome's like. Yeah, no. the boys are nodding.
1: <laughs> I don't do Star Wars, but. <laughs> Give me a Fast and Furious quote. <laughs> no, <Nah>, not even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, we have a bunch of um, resources that we'll link to for this episode. Yep. This is the power of asking questions to help grow and lead your team. Next episode, we'll definitely talk about the power of questions in sales, which mm, will be a fun one. Fun. Yeah. Um, there is a, yeah, a bunch of stuff that we'll link to in this show notes because there is so much out there. Mm-hmm. But if I can challenge anyone listening right now, um, moving forward in all of your in all of your calls, try and calls or sessions where you are leading, where you're in leads, you're in mm-hmm. charge, you're directing the call. Ask the people at the end of the call and leave time for it. Leave five minutes at the end of the call mm-hmm. to say what's one thing that we've discussed today that you're going to implement moving forward. Love it. Nice work, T. Nice work, L. <laughs> no, L doesn't sound no, right. No, it doesn't sound right. And Lee's not your name. So I can't say that. No. <laughs>
2: God. Anyway, guys, we're going to leave you there. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.